Welcome to episode number 33 of 21st Century Boys. This is James Crawford and Joe Crawford. We are going to be discussing some independent comic books. Uh, last time uh, we did, I don't remember what yours last time was. Mine was Tekken, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Tekken and we did Wetworks. Um, so today we're going to be doing uh, a Disney book. And we're going to be revisiting Roach Mill. I got in a really weird trade. It's almost not even like a trade. But anyway, so Jack, tell us a little bit about what you got today. All right. Today I got Roger Rabbit number eight. I got a few of these volumes, but I just picked up the first one I found. Nice. We start off, they show on sale this month, and it's a bunch of number eight. It's like Chip and Dale number eight, Donald Duck number eight, Duck Duck number eight, Goofy number eight, and Mickey Mouse number eight. And we start off the tale. We got Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit, he's done filming. It's time to baby. I forgot like all their names. Baby Herman. Baby Herman. Yeah. He's like, gee, that was fun. I love making the crew laugh. And Baby Herman's like, I just hope you saved a little for the benefit tonight. Mm. Roger's like, oh, you don't have to worry. See you later. And then some guy squirts. Is that? It's like a. It says dip. You oh yeah so in Roger Rabbit the movie Dip is what they use to oh. uh, kill cartoons yeah. so it's like a gun full of dip yeah so if we hear from out of the trailer I think yeah what hey that sounded like a scream I think it came from Rogers hey Roger you okay in there and they're like knocking on the door mm-hmm. and we got him the guy that shot him turns out it's another. Roger, well, at least someone disguises Roger. Yeah. So he gets a gun, hides it, I guess, and then comes out the trailer and, like, everything's fine. But I think I caught a spy, so he's trying to frame the other Roger. Right. And then a spy, and the other guy's like, but it looks like you. And the other's like, see, no gloves. Oh, man. Which, I, I guess that's the, a dead giveaway, isn't it? Yeah, I guess the dip made them go away. Yeah. So, yeah, he's showing him, and he's like, what makes you think he's a... And he's talking about how he's on the phone asking if bombs are in place. But then he tried to kill me with Dip. See, he's the gun. And other Roger comes up, and he's pointing the gun at the other Roger. Like, don't try anything. And, okay, his name is Dave. He's asking Dave to call the cops. Yeah, Dave's shady. While the real Roger's like, hey, Charlie, it's me. And go up. He's like, "Well, sure, you imposter. Now, don't try anything funny." But real Roger's like, "But it's funny. It's all I know." And he hits a lamp in it. Passes all that dude's head. Off Dave's know. head. Oh, I bet and Dave's pissed. The fake Roger gets real mad, which is kind of faking. And then the, <laughs> the other guy grabs at him, and Roger runs out the trailer. Mm. And we got ad for Prince and the Popper. That looks good. Yeah. For richer and for poor, Mickey's back. Which one is Mickey? Is this two? They're both Mickey, I think. They're bo- okay. Yeah, it's like twin Mickey. Hmm. And the fake Roger talking about, I, g- I gotta stop him. What's the number of the gate guard? And then he runs out of the just place. Night, Gil. Or good night. And then the police guy, well, the gate guard, yeah, sees him and is like, oh my gosh. I guess oh 
he sees the real one running. Yeah. He thinks it's a fake one, so he calls him up. And car comes. Is the car in the movie Benny? Yeah, the, Benny's the cab driver. It's been a while since uh Oh, we should watch it. it. It's a good movie. Yeah. I like that one. So, Fake Rogers running, and while the Benny's trying to, like, pick him up, but, yeah, he's stressing out, and Benny's kind of, like, caught on. He's like, that is the way to his house. I'm going to find out what's up. So, now we got Fake Roger running into Rick Flint. Is that the main guy from the movie? Or is I don't think else? so, no. He okay. was a bald fella. Yeah. So he runs over like Rick. You got His name was Eddie because he got pulled in glaze, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Roger's like Rick. You gotta help me. You tried to dip me. It's like what is a the dip took my gloves off. Maybe he's like uh, the studio security. Back in the yeah. old days, studio would have like their own head of security, almost like a chief of police that would do everything at the studio. Yeah. So it's like, well, let's wipe that off. And then the spy planted the gun on me. Hmm. And he's kind of confused and stressed. He's like, it took it to me, like, logical, like, same or normal. I don't know. Like, tailspin! Yeah, after Tailspin. I like Tailspin. Take off. I used to watch that cartoon. Like, red text. It looks kind of menacing. Yes. Kind of scary. Yeah, it's good stuff. Baloo. Elsewhere, got Fake Roger talking to... Is he in the movie? No, I don't think so. Some guy in a purple suit. Who's trying to kill Roger? But the cheesy er sats dip wasn't strong enough. But got the gloves off. <laughs> but he made the so he wipes his makeup off and turns out he's some, some weird looking bunny. rabbit. Yeah, he's yeah. crazy looking. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, "Don't worry, you won't have to wear it long. Just till tonight." Yeah. And He's drawn completely different. Yeah, he's just completely different. And the rag, for me, I thought it looked like a shirt. Yeah. It just kind of looks weird. It does. But we got uh, Benny going over to All American Imports saying, I don't like the looks of this. I better call Flint. Mm-hmm. And then we got these two, like, detectives from FBI coming over to try to find the what they think is the fake Roger. You know, Sir Roger. So, and little guy, uh, Blondie, is lying about it. She doesn't want him to find out. And he hides in... Uh, is that supposed to be, like, the attic? Or is it it's like a weird? ceiling panel or ceiling something, panel. yeah. Okay. So he jumps out of it, and then Dad gets a text. And then Blondie's like, Why would anyone put in a ringer for you? Have you been doing any special work late? He's like, oh, dang, I got a benefit show. So, and I'm supposed to perform. Okay, I thought he was thinking that was, like, why he was in trouble. Nah, he just forgot about it. He's more concerned about getting that than being killed, I mm-hmm. guess. Okay. And then Benny's like, I think Roger's in some kind of trouble. And he's yelling, what? So, Benny, come get us right away. That's not the real Roger. So, he... Hits him. They go back to the import shop. And, yeah. It's like a laundering scheme or something. Yeah. So they go over there. We got a bunch of guys talking. I don't know any of them. I don't either. But, yeah, they got a dip. He's like, uh, that cab seemed kind of suspicious. And the fake Roger says. While they kind of, like, peek out the window. While they trying to stand on Benny kind of messed up. 
but Roger gets on the trash can and he falls down and it crashes everywhere. Hmm. And the guys in the suits find out and they pink up, pick up Rick. I guess that's a blonde the guy's name. I forget. It's kind of forgettable. But they get Rick him. Flint. Rick Flint. Hmm. They get him, they get Roger, and the fake Roger. Oh, real Roger. Like, hey, that's the imposter. And he's like, nah, he got the gloves, you dummy. He's like, why? Why couldn't I'm he just itching. put on new gloves? Yeah, I don't know. Pretty yeah. dumb. But, whatever. <laughs> he's like, I take all Roger to the studio. You wait here so that Mr. Flint can make a call. He's like, well, we gotta be at the show. And then he's like, nah, we'll just say he had a flat. Like, he ran out of traffic. And he brings out his two guns. Got one full of bullets and one full of dip. Oh my gosh. Dang. And then Benny comes running out the guy with the guns. He's like, jump him, Rick. <laughs> they start like dodging the bullets. Yeah. But he gets. He like knocks him out. with the dip. Yeah, he He's squirted like, the human with the dip. Shirt. Yeah. yeah. Damn. And Roger th- thought it'd be funny if he had the guns wrong way around. And he's like, Benny's like, watch out, you don't rip that junk on my seats. He's pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) But they get to the (laughs) the special. And the other guys in suits are still chasing him. And, you know, Benny's, like, trying to run over (laughs) the fake Roger. He is. Fake Roger jumps off and then gets in Benny and tries to run him over. Real Roger's, his eyes are popping out. He's so scared. And, yeah, add... Subscribe to the exciting new Disney comics. And it got a little list. $18. Oh, that's probably for like... Maybe for six issues weeks. or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So we get off and he's... Real Roger's jumping off the car. And he, and he flies around everywhere. And Jessica Rabbit calls him a honey bunny. Oh, That's nice. That is nice. So the guys in suits... Uh, pick up fake Roger. Mm-hmm. He's like, I found a bunch of explosives. Oh, no. So you get back, and Roger is going back to Flint, and he had the gloves on, so I thought it was a fake one, but now he got caught. Mm-hmm. He sure did. So, yep, he just painted my gloves back on oh, my at the goodness. paint department, and I got a letter of appreciation from the FBI. Because the fake Roger's like a terrorist, I guess. That's horrible. Yep. And then I'll be glad to show it to you. He has the letter of appreciation as soon as I get it unstuck. So I guess... Because he just painted his hands. He just painted his hands. So it stuck to him, yeah. I guess second story. Top bun. I feel like that one's pretty long. That was weird. Yeah, top bun. He has Roger driving Benny to someplace. And they're just talking. They get by these planes... And Roger asks which one is his cousin. And then here he is. And the plane is crying. His name is Lenny. And Roger's like, My name's Roger. Fernie's my game. What's your problem? He's like, Well, look at these headlines. They get all the glory. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. And he gets real upset. Because all the other planes are more popular than him. So Roger's talking to Benny like, how am I going to help Lenny fly? And Benny's like, Lenny needs a pilot. So Roger offers to 
pilot him and goes just like driving all over. Uh-huh. And he loses his book, which he's had to learn how to drive a plane. So, yeah. This is like those planes planes, though, where they can just fly themselves, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's just driving himself. But yeah, he loses the flight manual in the air. And then the clouds are saying numbers for some reason. And they're smiling, too. So I guess they're just cartoons. But he just planes running over. Talking about how, like, no one cares. And then his eyes get red. He's, he's getting real mad talking about how he's underappreciated. Mm-hmm. And then he thinks about showing what he can do. And then he runs into an owl and skins him. And then he goes across and just goes around all the towers, which are like ones yelling. Some are barking. So woof. And then he's just driving down into the ground and Roger falls off mm. and falls back into Benny. And Lenny, who like just caused travesties like, How'd I do? And cousin Benny's like, You broke all regulations in the flight manual and then some Yippee, I did it. A new record. I better turn myself into the cops, though. <laughs> Ooh, he looks happy. Roger's like, I love a flappy ending. The end? And that's the end. I was yes. looking to see. They've got one. Somebody from Cedar Points, Iowa wrote, Mark Phillips from T- Johnson City, uh, Brant Griesinger from Ocean Grove, New Jersey, Danielle Colbeck from Center... Oh, Center Point. What did I say? I don't know what I said. I said Cedar Rapids or something. Uh, Iowa. And Jeremy Galaza from Livonia, Michigan. That's delightful. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that looks like a fun game. Capcom made a DuckTales game. That was a fun issue. And you have several of these? Yeah, I got a couple. You gave them to me before we moved. Where did they come from? I don't even remember those. Those are cool. I like Disney comics. I usually uh, try to try to get them if I see them on the cheap. So we're going to be doing Roach Mill issue two. And this is it's it's not even like a trade. Can you hear that? It's like floppy, like a, a comic book. Um, it's made almost like yes, yeah, more like a magazine cover, similar to like the size of like those DC ones they have at Walmart. Oh yeah, like a yeah. giant. But what it is, if I'm not mistaken, I have to take off my glasses because I'm older than I'm blind. I think it's the first four issues. We did issue number one reprinted by It's Alive Press. So this is going to be, the best I can tell, issue number two. And worst case scenario, you're getting something from Roach Mill vol- uh, Book One framed. So this is by Dark Horse Comics. It's uh, all reprinted. Uh, 1988, Rich Hedden and Tom McWeeny. So... Let's get to where it was at. And so last issue, he fell out of uh what did, he, what did he fall out of? No, he fell off a building. And he like got uh kind of like rebarred on the this spire and then he fell into a thing of garbage. Okay. And then it says, which of these famous stars helped influence the Roachmill character? Was it Woody Allen, Bob Newhart, Clint Eastwood, or Lassie? Next issue, the shocking answer. I don't think they told me, and I read the whole issue. Yeah. 
Maybe it was Lassie. So it opens up the second story in book one. There is someone digging around in the garbage, finds like a banana peel, and he throws it into his grocery bag, and he goes from trash can to trash can, and he's got a little cart, and squeak, squeak, squeak. And so he's got a grocery list. First thing was bread, then fish bones, banana, soup can. He needs a newspaper and spam. So he finds a newspaper, and on the newspaper, it says framed by Rich Hedden and Tom McQueenie. Queenie? McQueenie? <laughs> I don't know. Tom, if you're listening, yeah, I'm... McQueenie. <laughs> Tom, if you're listening, which I doubt you are, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm not trying to be rude. That newspaper was expensive. $10? That was yeah, really expensive for the 80s. So he, he picks up the newspaper, and underneath it, we actually see old Roach. And he's knocked out, and the guy says, like, what is this guy? So he reaches over, and Roach opens one eyeball, and it's the insect eyeball. And he reaches out with his bug arm, and the guy gets scared, and he runs off. And, he, and Roach goes, Boil! And then we flash to a new scene. It's outside of a 7-Eleven. Apparently, 7-Eleven in this dystopian future are bars. Because we'll see the 7-Eleven a couple of times. He says, Ah, Boil, come on, just one more for the road. And this alien guy gets kicked out, and he goes, Scram, Mac. Does this mean no? I'm closed. And he slams the door, and Boil's like, Bleep, what a day. Now for a little piece in. That does it. There's a knock at the door. I'll give you one for the road. Boyle. And it's Roach. And Boyle punches his lights out and he goes, oops. Roach, oh man, I'm sorry. Boyle. Roach, you okay? And Roach is like seeing double and to make it really look doubly. They actually doubled the word balloon as well. Let's get you inside. So Boyle picks him up and he takes him inside. Now we're back to the cops. They were the one that were shooting at Roach last issue. Here's your sector, McFelix, McPhillips. They got a lot of mix in this. McQueenie, McPhillips, McDonald's, McWhopper. McWhopper? I don't think that's real. With each patrolling a sector, we'll have a dragnet covering the city. The sooner we get started, the sooner Roachman will be back where he belongs. So move it. So then he's got a phone call. He goes and answers it. And hold on one second. Sorry, I had to cough and I did not want to cough into the mic. Good afternoon, Commissioner. What can I... Yes, sir, we did have a riot. All the prisoners are back in their cells. Yes, sir. Except him. Yes, sir. I'm aware. Yes, sir. Admin, look. Yes, sir. I just... I need a little more time. Yes, sir. I realize how... Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So he's getting ringed, basically, by the Commissioner on the phone. Then we're back at the 7-Eleven bar. I wish our... 7-Eleven was like this. It's got all sorts of folks in there uh, eating stuff and looking wild. Bah! What Roach Mill's a wimp. After all, if it wasn't for me, he'd still be stuck in jail. So that was the guy with like the rebreather and the one strange-looking, almost bug-looking guy. Gee, Muzzy, I thought it was Roach Mill's plan. Shut up, you woim. Like I was saying, Roach Mill was panicking, so I just slapped him out of it so as I could explain my plan. And then you got uh, Roachmill back in the jail, 98, 998 is what he says. I can't count. Hey, Roach, I just got a line on Bruno Dent. Oh, this is, no, I was confused. So he's back with Boyle. So he's not in jail. That guy was just talking about when they were in jail. I guess maybe Boyle's house is such a dump, it looks like a prison cell. Mm. Right? Yeah. That's got to make push-ups easier when you have two extra arms to help you. Mm -hmm. So, 999. Turns out this guy you exterminated was an ex-con. 1,000. Whew. 
Seems he was kind of, uh, you all right? Yeah. Well, you remember Dollar Donna? Who doesn't? That's, that's not nice. Don't call a lady Dollar Donna. Don't do that. It was the 80s, though. People were in a... Actually, the 90s were worse, Jack. When you start reading some 90s comics, they're really inappropriate. Mm. Seems she got to know Bruno kind of intimate-like. He never talked much, but you noticed she had a prison serial number on her arm. And so you look, there's actually a serial number on Roach's arm. It's L7734. And, and you, did you know if you had three and four, that'd be seven? So no that'd be way. 777. Yeah. That still doesn't explain why Sam Link denies hiring me to exterminate an ex-con. Why would some stranger frame you for murder? Whatever is game, I'll find it tonight. Hold on, Roach. I know how you got a knack for healing quick, but don't rush into tonight. Time's running out. He's holed up in some dump called Otto's Hotel. And the rebreather and that wormy-looking guy were outside listening. So you see the Otto, Otto's the Hotel. E yeah, but the E fell out, so it looks like Otto shot L. Dang. Yeah, that's different. So you see uh, highlighted, or the silhouette, rather, of a window. You see some bug arms coming up, and this roach sneaking in. Wake up, Sam. Click. And Sam's been shot right through the head. Looks like someone beat me to him. At least by a couple of days. So I guess Sam's starting to smell kind of ripe. And you look, and there's the prison tattoo, L-4152. And 5 plus 2 is 7. There's sevens everywhere. It's no a magic way. number. Thanks, Sam. You've been a big help. 403, this is Muzzy. Wait a second, boy. Don't you know nothing? Otto gave us this room as a decoy. He did? Sure. The room we really want is 404. If you want to be an exterminator, you better learn the tricks of the trade. I, I, I guess. This guy's like in flippers and panties. <laughs> That's gross looking. Just follow my lead. One, two, three. And they crash it open. Okay, Sam, out of the john now. Stanley! And it's like this little lady's in her bed. And they bust it in. And they both go, Stanley? Hey, what's going on here? And it's this giant elephant man in a towel. We were wondering if we could interest you in a set of encyclopedias. So they did go to the wrong room. Mm. Later that night, bam, pow, as uh, Boyle and uh, Roach are like busting up some dudes. There won't be, there, they won't be sounding any alarms for a while. What next? You stay, I go at it solo from here. First, I better check this time. It's 4.10. Yep, old Perkins should be alert on, as usual, on his post. Say hello to my old man, would you? So there's a guy, he's in the place, he's been looking at inappropriate magazines, no, 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 and he's uh, falling asleep in front of uh, all the cameras, what do they call those, video screens. So Roachmail breaks into the data files, luckily it was labeled data files, so he knows exactly <laughs> where to break in. He turns on the computer, yes, may I help you? Request file info on one Sam Link, uh, file does not exist. Request info on one Bruno Dent. File does not exist. Now what? Homer! Homer, wake up. What, 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 Roachmill? You, 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 b b b b b b back Just visiting. I want some info. Sure, anything for old time's sake. Sam Link and Bruno Dent. Oh yeah, two sickos. Both were headed for the hot seat. Then out of the blue, they got paroled. And some big fat cop picked them up. We don't say fat. That's not nice. Oh yeah, his name was... Back to Captain Briggs, the police. 
Rochemill is innocent. He's a victim of an elaborate frame, a frame designed to discredit Rochemill along with other exterminators in general. And he's talking to like, I guess that's a tape recorder? That's a weird looking tape. It almost looks like a mini reel to reel. Yeah. It looks strange. First, there was a release of two prisoners, Sam Link and Bruno Dent. Bruno believed his good fortune was the result of a legal mix-up. You erased both Link's and Dent's files. Yes. Then you killed Sam Link to cover yourself. Yes, yes, yes. Thanks, Briggs. So basically, Roachmill went in to Captain Briggs, got a confession on tape, and he's taking the tape. Sam, however, agreed to hire Roachmill to exterminate Bruno in exchange for his release. Afterwards, he denied even employing Roachmill. It was then a simple matter of railroading Roachmill behind bars, which would have been perfect, except I escaped. It didn't take you long to panic. Thanks, Briggs. And then it says, Officer of the Year. And you see him put a gun to his head and kablam. And there's like spatter. Yeah. You ever seen how they do that? It's really cool. I watched a Joel Jones thing. They get a, the ink brush and they flick it. Yeah, I think. And then when they flick it, it makes the splatter like that. So that's why it looks like that's a pretty cool effect. Yeah. So it's kablam. Looks like he shot himself. And the officer of the year is cracked and there's a hole in it. Next issue, Framed Part 3. So, I really like this, and I have the first... Looks like there's four total. Oh, no, that final one is sideways. Okay, I may not cover that one on the show, because that'll be difficult. And I got bad eyes, y'all. Uh, but we'll definitely do the next one, probably next time. No promises. We'll do it again. I just don't know if it'll be the next time we record. Anyway, that is our show for today, and that was Roger Rabbit number 8. And the second part of the Roachmill saga, which I read out of Roachmill book one, framed from Dark Horse Comics. That was cheap, bro. Five ninety five, big old fat comic like that. Huh? That was that was the '80s for you. Yep. I tell you a secret. Nineteen eighty eight or whatever that was. Was it eighty eight? Eighty. Oh man, I'm so blind. I can't see. Eighty eight. If uh, you told me a book was six dollars, I've been like. I paying six dollars for no comic book mm -hmm. my mom would have whooped my butt <laughs> spending six dollars on a comic i was in eighth grade six dollars would have bought you maybe like i don't know a cassette tape or a gi joe or something actually gi joe's i think we're like 344 how much is a gi joe now twenty dollars it depends what kind of one are you talking about? Like the Star Wars? Like the little ones. ones. Yeah. They Those were like 20 like bucks today. 10 bucks. No, that's not yeah. too bad. Anyway. Thanks for listening to 21st Century Boys. Uh, you can reach out to us at Twitter, usually. That would be 21-S-T-C-E-M-B-O-Y-S. Jack, what are you on Twitter? In underscore garlic. And I am at Iowa's Joe. Thanks for listening. We'll talk with y'all later. Bye-bye.